0: Weekend. So we
1: Uh, How are you? I'm super good, super excited. Gonna retweet out this room while I'm trying to multitask and talk.
2: Hello, I'm so happy to be here. Been looking forward to this all week.
0: Yay! Yes, Yes, us too. I definitely just sent this around. We've got our Krishna here. Hiya, gorgeous. and as soon as we get her up we can start there she is hi krishna how are you today hi y'all sorry i'm i was running a bit late from another call
3: but i am thrilled to be here after missing last week i had last minute travel plan changes so i'm i'm really excited to be here and to speak with riley riley i see you everywhere and i always hear lindsay and amanda are uh, talking about you and so anyways thank you for for being here and, and for having me guys
0: always always we're so excited to have you um okay so I know people kind of roll in so I think that um we're just gonna start and we'll go through personally number my the second question is my favorite so uh we're just gonna start listing off all of our uh questions and we'll just kind of go through Like normal. All right, Riley. So what three words do you think others most use to describe you in Web3?
2: That's a good question. Um, I would say kind, um, inclusive, um, helpful, maybe.
0: Um, 100%, especially kind and inclusive helpful obviously but um so much of what you do is so inspiring and so beautiful and so many of the things that you list off are like so inclusive welcome please feel uh take care of yourself all of those good things and I absolutely love that from you so we so appreciate you
1: Yeah, so I always write down those three things because we're gonna circle all the way back around. So I've got them written, memorized, uh, written down. And so the first of our really fun questions, um, and we'll we'll tell you why it's kind of fun in in a second. But how do you start your day? Walk us through.
2: Mm. Well, I I'm very um, very slow to wake up um so i just typically uh, on my phone right away even though i know i shouldn't be um and i get some coffee and just start working um i don't have any extravagant like get get ready routine or anything
1: (laughs) okay well i love that um, I've I've heard you refer to yourself in the morning. I believe this is a direct quote from you as a trash panda before twelve a.m. Do you want to do you want to elaborate on that a little?
2: Well, I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't I don't wake up very early, and um, you know uh, I'm I like staying up late and then sleeping in, and you know having that freedom to do that means that i'm typically not very presentable before you know a certain time of the day and yeah it's just it is what it is i i look like a gremlin for most of the day until i get enough energy to get ready you know takes take some caffeine
1: i love that so much and i'll tell you why it's interesting so i think you are guest number seven, and the six previous guests before you have all started their days with, like, yoga or doing reading <laughs> or journaling, and Lindsay and I and Kristen are sitting here like, I know that I have Sour Patch Kids for breakfast, so, like, it's yeah. wonderful to hear someone else that is functioning at such a high level that is also a trash panda before noon. I Unless- love <laughs>
2: Yeah, I I do not do anything special ever. I just wake up and then start working. I'm just like, I'm boring.
3: (laughs) Our next question for you, Riley, is what are you most excited about these days?
2: Mm. I'm excited about a lot of things. Um, I'm excited about, um, you know, this project that I'm working on called Together. I'm excited about... Um, communities in the space, doing more creative, uh, you know, things within, within their groups, within their circles. Um, I am excited about discovering, you know, any kind of art that I feel inspired to create. Um, I'm in, excited by, you know, the advancements in tech that are coming in the next year or so.
3: Lots of things to be excited at and optimistic about. Um, yeah, for sure. And I, it's awesome that you've got some um, personal things in there as well. Gives more, gives great meaning, which is awesome. Thanks for sharing.
0: Yeah. Riley, I would love to hear if you don't mind, just like a little quick thing about together, you know, especially we put this up on Spotify. And so I would love to, to get a little bit more from you from that if that's okay.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, so when I started in the space, I wasn't sh- quite sure, you know, the direction that I wanted to take my own career in. Um, I was at a point where I needed work, I needed to find new work. And so I. I really love the way that NFT communities and, and Web3 communities as, as a whole sort of present themselves as this this space for people to belong and, and feel a sense of, oh, I can do that. And I have a voice now. I can I can make a difference. And so I started out with this experience of community building as a hobby, and I figured why not? Um, create an opportunity for myself in this new emerging space. And so I started, started working as a community professional, as a moderator first, but I didn't have sort of uh, any, any sense of who I should be friends with or who I should be speaking to on you know, refining my work or figuring out this technology and the other communities around me. So I started reaching out to other moderators and community professionals around me. And started to find this sense of community of community professionals who really care about each other and care about the space as well. So I've been working for most of this year on finding a way to create a sustainable model for a community of community professionals by community professionals in Web3 to specifically uplift and skill the uh, potential community professionals who are coming into this new generation of the internet. And so that's my goal with this Together community. It's a partner community with X Collective, uh, led by Rachel, uh, the X Collective founder. And I'm just so excited to see what we can produce and how we can move the space forward together.
0: I absolutely love it. The second that you talked about, you know, the Together community, it was like, yes, that first of all, so on brand for Riley. Absolutely. Second of all, this is so what we need because as much as Web3 is so welcoming, it's so new. So there's so many things like everybody has a chance to fit in. It's still obviously very scary for especially because there's still a lot of bros and dgens and type things so your type of community is just so important um so what is your either your first nft or your favorite nft that you've ever got
2: mm. well my first nft that i ever got was on the protocol that led me into web3 called Deso. I minted and purchased my first NFT through their protocol and that's sort of how I found out about these ETH NFTs and all these other communities that I'm a part of now. Um, I think I actually won it on a um, a clubhouse room and I mean, it's not very, I mean, it doesn't look very cool, but it, it's it will hold a special place in my heart because of, you know, all the things that it introduced me to.
1: Do you have a favorite NFT? Just wondering. I know you're probably very tied to your PFP, but. Mm.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the PFP is, is my, my brand and and how I represent myself on online. And I'm very happy for that. Um, I think that. I mean, I don't, I don't like calling favorites, but I would say that the one that speaks to me the most is this one, where it sort of speaks to this, you know, a few different parts of myself. You know, the the time that I spent with BFF and all the people that I've met since then, and you know, the other the other parts of the PFB, like the rainbow and the pink hair, and the sparkles, they all speak to who I am as a, as a person, both inside and I feel like outside sometimes too.
1: I love that. I have always wondered, so I'm going to ask, did, is that like the one that you minted or did you find it and be like, okay, this one is me. This is the this is representation of me.
2: Yeah. So actually this specific one was sort of uh, one that we got as being a team member. And so I did get this uh, uh I, I did receive it from the team, but so technically yeah, it's I minted it.
1: Amazing.
0: It, or
2: revealed it.
1: That's so cool and random, but it would be like so perfect for you. That's awesome.
0: Super um, fast. I just have to say, Amanda, you did so perfect on the hashtags the glitter, the anime, the, the hashtags on that post that Riley commented on. It was amazing.
1: The only reason I've been able to do that is, as Riley mentioned, she's been building uh, together with a lot of people that she has included very kindly. And she uh, routinely posts her aesthetic stuff. So I have a good idea of what uh, the perfect hashtags would be. Um so moving on, uh, Riley, what is your guilty Web three pleasure?
2: Hmm. Okay. So basically, whenever I first learned about um, block explorers and uh, searching wallet addresses, I would I started out really fascinated by looking at like celebrity wallets and things like that. But I don't do that anymore. That's kind of cringe, I guess. But um. I don't I don't know that I have any right now maybe um yeah I don't know I don't I don't have web three guilty pleasures like other people do like I I don't have enough money to to mint a lot or I don't um yeah I don't know I don't think I have any right now Riley go
1: ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, well, since you didn't do a Web 3 guilty pleasure, I'm going to have to press for a Web 2 guilty pleasure.
2: Oh, um, I don't think we can say those on on Twitter spaces. But... um... Let's see. I do have, I do have guilty pleasures. I mean, I recently started being more inspired by, um, anime recently and, you know, I've been sharing some inspirations with, with you. And I have been so inspired by, you know, this, this music. And, um, I've been, I've been learning, um, art recently, like digital art recently from Adobe, uh, sweet and th- so that's been a uh, fascination recently
1: amazing go
3: ahead Krishna. oh no i was just gonna say um that riley we've had some people share that um their guilty pleasure has been um elon musk tweets and scrolling back and and reading them. and that's so like doom scrolling any- anything is fair game really <laughs> <laughs> Um, but thank you for sharing. The next question we have is: What have you been focused on lately, Web three or otherwise?
2: Um, I've been honestly i've I will say that I've been focusing a lot on resting and sleeping and sort of recovering from this year. Um, I just got to be honest, you know i've I've been more self aware lately of how much I need to sort of reel myself in so that's that's been important
3: amazing it's easy to overlook that and it's so important so i am i'm thrilled that you're you're
1: doing that for yourself there's nothing
3: better that you can do in this time in my opinion
1: i have a follow-up on focusing so i think a lot of people you know don't know the behind the scenes but i've gotten a peek at it and you are so organized and focused on this I mean almost enormously huge undertaking that to a lot of people would be extremely extremely difficult to organize and focus on. How the heck do you do it? There's so many people involved. There's so many moving pieces.
2: Um I mean honestly I don't know some days it, it just things just get done. Um I will be truthful in that in the last few weeks, um, well, maybe two weeks or so, I've really only been working like four hours a week a day, maybe, um, or ish, you know, something like that. Um, but so so I've sort of over time, this year has been a really um, interesting lesson in how I personally want to work. Like, so, so I have this career of, of working nine to five and, you know, I, I, I worked, um, 7 PM to 7 AM for five years and, you know, 12 hour shifts, seven days a week. And, and, um, but that was very structured, that was very boring stuff and I, I wasn't stimulating myself. So I i recognized more recently that I can get a lot done in a short amount of time if I just shut everything out, like music and other distractions and just work, you know? So it doesn't it's taking me a shorter amount of time to get things done and get things done right and with like um experience that I've gained throughout the year. I would not, I would not be able to operate at this level, whatever level it may be at when, you know, January of this year, it just wasn't possible because I didn't, I didn't know the things that I know now. And I didn't, I I didn't have the experience that I got because, um, I, I know this is like derailing the, the conversation and like going off on a, long answer, but, um, I learned so much in such a short amount of time working at BFF and like in the space as as a whole, that it really skyrocketed my, um, ability, my, my ability to operate as a whole. Well, no wonder you're not
0: a morning person. You have structured your whole life to make sure that you're not a morning person. Um, but, I, first of all, actually, you're the guest. You can go off as many tangents as you want. This is your time. Actually, Quez, uh, he's in here. Hi, Quez. Um, he was on a couple weeks ago. I think we maybe got through seven questions because we just ended up having this really amazing or- organic conversation, and, and it was really great to get to know him. But um, the other thing that was really awesome about what you just said is I am incredibly unorganized and it does take me a while to do stuff. This is the first year that I've ever switched over to doing something this um, structured, I guess. So the fact that you were saying like earlier this year, you were not nearly as effective as you are now because you've learned so much just kind of gives me inspiration. Like, okay, I think, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. We can do it. Like, all right. All right. That's great. So I just thank you for that.
2: Yeah, I mean, so in 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 work environments before, I would use things like a billion Google Docs or like uh Teams or um um Outlook or um what is it? Um OneNote, right? That's what and, and I was, I was an IT, so I was using all these different programs, but now I just mostly use Google Calendar, um, Notion a lot. And, um, I, I'm, I, I'm on Pinterest a lot too. Um, so, um, you know, just, I think paring down my, my tools and I, I, I use Todoist a lot, uh, for, for my to-do list, um, so I, I think simplifying things makes it a lot easier for me to keep with a routine. It's really hard for me to keep with a routine for anything because I will I will get really excited and in like give myself a bunch of tools and a bunch of like super awesome organization things and then like two weeks into it I cut I pare down by like half because I'm just not I I can't do it every day you know
0: Oh I totally get that. That actually speaks to me on a very very deep level. I'm exactly like that. I'm interested though. Pinterest, I you know Google Calendar check makes sense. Notion check makes sense. What do you use Pinterest for? What's that? Why is that? You're one of your big ones.
2: Oh, well, um, I I just find inspiration there, right? I find the some some of the posts that I have been tweeting and uh, just sort of that's where I get inspiration because i i don't know if it exists but like behance is really cool but there's no mobile app for it there's like creative market but there's no mobile app right i i am on my phone a lot when i'm scrolling on apps for like pinterest or whatever so um if if those other pinterest like things had a had a mobile app that would be easier but yeah
0: All all. right, cool. That was a great answer. Thank you for that. And actually, it's funny that you say that too. I'm going to get to our question. But um, I was just having a conversation about how many things uh, would be so much more helpful for work for disability for whatever if we could do it on our phones. So we'll have to call up these people and be like, hey, get your shit together. Okay, so moving on. What is the best or the most recent compliment that you've received your choice?
2: Hmm. That's a really good question. And you know what? That reminds me that I should take better care to, um, record those things. Um, so, um, I can remember a few things that people have said in the BFF discord that really touched me. Um, I don't remember them word by word, but, um, you know, the, BFF members are just so gracious with their compliments of, you know, the things that that team is is doing and has done. And I'm just re- really grateful for the people that I've met along the way here.
1: Aww. Well, I know I've seen about a million compliments of you and they're all so well-deserved. You just for everyone and for me especially have been so motivating and you don't it's always like people don't even see the stuff that you do in private like behind the scenes to motivate people so I'm just so grateful for you which sounds cheesy
2: but (laughs) it's not cheesy but I appreciate that you know um it's it's really nice to be recognized and and to feel that you know
1: yeah um so this our question is, what are you most inspired by? But I'm going to tweak it, and you have to give me uh, like a give me a hashtag of uh, of what what your aesthetic, your insp- inspirations are. Just one long long mm. hashtag. Okay. What inspires Riley?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, wet lips. I know. But like, that's, that's like my aesthetic, right? That's, you know, this, this really sensual um, pink, uh, really like cherry like lips. That's, that's my thing. I don't know. That's amazing.
1: And I know exactly what you're talking about, because I've seen those pictures, like very glossy, like you can tell that if your hair flipped onto it, it would stick like that sort of thing, right?
2: Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
3: Our next question, Riley, is what are three things that you can't live without?
2: Um, I can no longer live without a weighted blanket, um my laptop, and um water. I've been drinking water a lot more since the pandemic started. So, I'm grateful for that at least.
1: Yeah, that's a healthy habit. Awesome.
2: Oh
0: god, sorry. Oh, I was just speaking and <laughs> kept myself on mute. Um, yeah, I have been working on that recently of just trying to get more water, so be like Riley. (laughs) I will, I will try and be more like Riley. Um, also weighted blankets. Yes, the best. Absolutely. So what is the best piece? Oh, this is going to be a good one. What is the best piece of advice you've received?
2: Hmm. I think so. The best piece of advice that I've received has been probably the advice that I didn't want to hear the most. And that is, you know. I think so. So I and and I won't tell you the advice, but I will tell you that the person who gives me the best advice, even when I don't want to hear it, um, is the person who gave me my first job in the space. And I will never, ever, ever be able to thank her enough. Um, I, I think that I think that everyone, no matter what industry you're in, you have to find those people who are unrelenting in their need to champion you at every step of the way. Um, that I, I I've never really experienced that to this extent, and it's something that uh, you need to you need to have in your life.
1: That's amazing. So then I'll follow up. Given that you've gotten that amazing advice, what is some advice that you would give to someone in the in the together realm? So, in the realm of what you're building, of what we're all trying to build, based on that experience you have,
2: mm. I would say never be afraid to be creative. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Cool
1: um so what made you not be afraid to be creative when you did your first I think it's your first art piece I didn't know you were an artist until recently but so proud of you for posting that like where did that come from
2: well I wasn't really an artist before that and I I don't know that I am an artist. Um, it, I I am thrilled to experiment with all kinds of things, and so, like like we were talking about earlier, I've been extra inspired by the things that I've seen on Pinterest or the things that I've been watching on YouTube, like older um, older anime OVAs and listening to city pop and future punk music, uh, future funk, sorry, and you know being really inspired by this this music genre that coincided with a, a an a era in economic Japan where um you know technology has has collided into this beautiful cyberpunk aesthetic and you know when so, so a little, you know, just a backstory on me. I, I am very, um, I don't know the right words for this, but like I get inspired for short periods of time and then I move on to something else. That's just like the Gemini in me. I get really, really um, enthusiastic about something and then I move on to something else that I'm passionate about. Um, but that's just... I, I love experimenting and trying new things. And if it works and it does, and if it doesn't, then I throw it away.
1: Were you at all nervous? Like, it's one thing to put yourself out there with together. It's hard enough putting yourself out there for a project for anything, but you're really well known in the space for that. Like, were you at all nervous? Like, I don't know, putting out something that you've created is, is really vulnerable. How did that feel?
2: I guess I was nervous, but I think that I sort of live in this like, like I I know reality in that I know that I'm not going to, I'm not going to present myself as something that I'm not. I'm not an artist. I wanted to. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm i not um, an experienced artist, at least, that, that I wanted to put this out there as something that I'm interested in exploring. And if other people like it, then great. And I, I wouldn't have been at all um disappointed if no one bid or if it didn't make the reserve I would have been totally okay with that and that would have told me you know maybe next time experiment something different or do something do you know pick it up another time I don't know you like I'm I'm a lot more okay with accepting what happens now than I was like you know, a year ago, or especially five years ago, you know, um, that, you know, yeah.
1: I'm just okay. Follow up on that then. So what, what changed?
2: Um, sort of coming into myself and understanding who I am as a person and going on this journey that I've been on to, explore myself, explore my gender, explore, um, you know, what sexuality means, what, what inspires me. I think that that's, it, it really has been a journey for me to sort of look back at all the things that I've been inspired by throughout my life, you know, leading up to, you know, this, this moment in time where I told the world who I am and, and, you know, really taking stock of what what inspires me now and who i am and what i'm what i'm becoming
1: that's awesome that's a really big thing to overcome i think some of us don't ever get to that point to be okay with people not liking our stuff or liking us so that's amazing and it's not really a segue into the next question but this is sort of our our big question so you, Riley. Hashtag sparkles. Hashtag sprinkles. Hashtag stars. Was there ever a time that you almost gave up, and what made you keep going? Oh,
2: uh, yeah. I mean, that's that. You're right. That is a big question. Um, this year, there have definitely been multiple times I nearly quit, and you know, a couple of people knew about it, but it's fine, you know? Um, So I had been, you know, over the past couple of years or so, I had been in situations in real life where I had wanted to quit everything, you know, and I hit a lot of really, deep 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 rock bottoms um and it it wasn't a great place right and so when i'm entering this really troublesome really stressful time during a a you know the the tail end of a bull run um and bumping up against you know 16 plus 18 hour days um trying you know keeping a keeping a community healthy keeping more than one community healthy um, you know, it's a lot easier to keep going when I know now that I can make it out of those tough times that if I just believe in myself and my capacity to realize that potential, um, then, you know, I, I can make it through the next day, you know, and, and I've, I've made some, you know, throughout my life, I've made a lot of risky decisions choices and taken a lot of chances on myself, on other people, on, you know, careers that I, that I went into. And this is just another one of them, you know, people have to do their own risk management and, and determine if they're resilient enough to keep going.
1: So I wonder, and this is a hypothesis I have, do you think that the reason that you, at least from my perception, you come across as someone who has had so much empathy for others and lifting others up and being there for others, do you think that that stems from having hit rock bottom?
2: Um, I have no doubt about that. Um, you know, I I told someone not long ago that the reason that I'm sort of like this is because for so long I didn't have people in my life who were treating me in these ways. So I figure, you know, if, if I can go through, you know, years of therapy and sort of become this person who is a decent human being, then I figure why not spread that knowledge and that that warmth to other people who may need it more than I do, you know. Um, so that's that's why I do it, you know.
3: That's so beautiful, Riley. And I think your answer about, um, you know, you you were you were kind of talking about how you can be okay with, you know, how things turn out. I think that's kind of an extension of this answer to where. You know, once you get comfortable with where you are and you understand um, your, I'm trying to find the right word, maybe worth, then it gets easier to kind of just be present in a sense, and um, when you're present, you kind of feel like, love for yourself and love for others that other people didn't really give you, and you're able to spread that. And that's kind of what I'm hearing, and I, um, that means a lot. And so thank you for, for sharing that, really. Um, moving on to a little bit of a lighter question, um, what is a pet peeve that annoys you the most um, in Web3?
2: Mm, Okay, so when I started learning about Web3, my pet peeve was about the language that is being used, like um, Diamond Hand and Holdle, or, you know, that kind of bullshit jargon that is just terrible. Uh, It's just so gross. But um, now, I think that the thing that is more of my pet peeve is like when people think you know, say things are bearish or bullish or, and, you know, nobody knows, it, No, nobody knows these things. And it's just uh, the sort of engagement farming that is annoying. And, you know, it's, it's not, it's not or- organic uh, community building.
3: That's so funny about the acronyms. I had to, um, I only got into Web3 really early this year. And um, I had to look up I was constantly Googling all the acronyms, and I felt so out of place because I never used them, and I never knew what they meant. So it's good to
0: know that I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing HODL for the first time, and I was like, oh, they they misspelled it. And then you see it everywhere, and I'm like, it, it, is everybody dumb? I don't, I'm, I don't understand. <laughs> and then it's like, oh.
2: No, I mean the the terms make sense to me, but they're just really annoying. And it's like, just be normal, people. (laughs) Like, so (laughs) you know, like I I think I think build is okay. I think people should be building cool things, but like, yeah, we're adults. Kind Kind of, of.
0: (laughs) but yeah, no, I totally get what you're talking about with that. The other ones uh, that kind of bug me are uh, like um, a lot of the d words, which are totally escaping me right now, but, you know, HODL, things like that, but some of those ones that like really don't make sense, like HODL does, especially when you're talking about hold on for dear life. Okay, makes sense. But uh, some of them are just kind of like odd or everybody is trying to be a degen so they have that really icky vibe about like not really being inclusive or not really being uh i don't know what web3 i feel like is turning into but anyway
2: My, my favorite one though my favorite is when people add extra o's to things like enjoy your or like um what's another one um but you know what I'm saying, right?
0: Oh, totally. Totally. I actually am probably guilty of that. But yeah. <laughs> the
2: other thing- no, but that, that's a favorite one. For, and, and I like that one. Oh,
0: good. I'm like, oh, no. She's. I'm, I probably did that on one of her comments. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also use too many exclamation points. But anyway, off the tangent. Um,. What, in your opinion, I love this question. Everybody has really fascinating answers. In your opinion, what is the best thing to happen in Web3 this year?
2: Mm. That's a good question. Um, it is a really good question. I I think the merge, probably. Um, I loved how seamless it was and how uneventful it was and that there was no you know nothing bad happened which is always a good thing
0: yeah absolutely the merge going through i actually had heard about it heard about it heard about it and then i didn't hear about it so i assumed it had gotten pushed back because so many people like it, it wasn't a thing. Uh, Really quick, Mo, hi, I see you. I know you've requested. Um, if we have time, you're welcome to come up at the very end and we'll have people on to answer or ask questions. That's totally fine. Um, but we are a little bit uh tight on time. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but thank you for being here. We love we love having you. Um,
1: Anonymous, go ahead. Yeah, so kind of being—I hate the word like influencer, right? But a a lot of people w- are familiar with your PFP. We'll say that, right? Okay, they know they know your screen name. They know you from your work in the communities. Um, so a lot about you is known. Um, I think I think you've mentioned a lot of people still think your last name is Beans, which maybe we can clear that up in this answer, but. Um, What is one thing that people don't know about you?
2: You're right. A lot of people do know a lot about me. Um, Let's see. What do people not know? Um, hmm. Well, you are also right that my name is not not Riley Beans. Um, That's not my actual last name. My actual last name is Blackwell. Um, and I've been docs for a while now. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Hmm. So my favorite color is not pink. My favorite color is lavender, but I've also told people that before. Um, I don't know, I think I've told people a lot of things um
4: yeah
1: fair enough that's that's cool <laughs> um
3: our next question is what's something you don't want to be doing in five
2: years Ooh, I love that question um I would love to not be working at all I would love to um Yeah, I mean, I I think that's the ultimate goal is to just have enough money to not work for income, right? And be able to work for fun instead. But I don't know if that's going to happen in five years. We'll see.
3: Hey, you never know. As long as you uh, focus on the goal, you can get there. I think it might be doable, especially with everything that you're doing, Riley.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and with the insanity that is crypto, you know, five years, theoretically, Bull Run could come back. We'll see. Never know. Um, but yeah, that whole drink and Margie's on the beach or wherever it is you want to be and you don't have to actually work unless you want to. Yeah, I could get I could get on that hammock with you for sure. <laughs> um, OK, so what's one thing that you had to learn the hard way?
2: Mm. I, I had to learn patience the hard way. Um, I was very, 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 very impatient when I first started into crypto. Um, I wanted to learn everything that there is possible to know like in, in five minutes, or I was going to explode. And I think that that not learning the value of patience sooner and, and more e- efficiently um, did hold me back by like maybe a month or so, um, which is, which is why I preach it so heavily um, to anyone who will listen to me. Um, yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely it.
0: That one speaks to me a little bit. Cause I definitely felt the same, the beginning of this year, uh, starting coprod. every time we came up against a new obstacle, it was like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. This is an obstacle. Wait, wait, wait. How do I not know this already? And because everything changes daily, you really can't. You do have to be patient. So I, I totally connect with you on that one.
2: So a little bit of a history lesson for me um, is that I sort of started learning for about a year before I went into any Discords or learned about, or even uh, before I created my Twitter account. I was learning from reading articles and watching YouTube videos for a solid year before I actually acted on anything. And so that, I, I, I believe that that solid foundational knowledge gave me such a leg up in the space as a whole, because I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be involved in communities and learning at the same time. I was sort of, I I sort of knew the foundations, and I was able to focus on the community stuff while teaching other people as soon as I, you know, hit the road, you know, and I think, I think that that's, um, that is what I would suggest to anyone who's listening to this. Slow down.
3: I love your answer, Riley. I have um, kind of a similar thing where I get really excited about something and then I want to learn everything in five minutes. And then after some time, I'll be like, okay, well, I didn't learn anything because I wanted to learn everything at the same time. But I've changed that mindset and I'm slowing down a little bit. Um, But I am curious, when you're learning, how do you pace yourself and like, where do you go to, like, review information? Because, like, when I learn, I just kind of learn on my own. I don't really, like, follow a teacher. I just, like, do YouTube and all the other things that you said.
2: Yep, you're right. I am I am all self-taught. So, so I literally just um, learn from Twitter or YouTube or finding links and things to read from newsletters and things. So most of the time i will learn something and then write my own notes about it and have them in my own notion and sometimes i don't do any notes sometimes i just read and watch and absorb and like the more times you are immersed into an ecosystem the easier it is for you to learn and catch on so like even if you even if you never write anything down even if you feel like you don't learn anything if you watch the same videos and learn about the same things for a hundred hours you're gonna learn um everything there is to know about it whether you whether you study it and whether you get graded on it is it is irrelevant
3: that makes total sense thank you so much for sharing
1: yeah I love that advice. I just think how much anxiety I could have like avoided in my life had I paced myself. Um, I think that's a le- a hard lesson we've all had to learn. Um, so on a random tangent, um, what did you want to do with your life when you were twelve?
2: Um okay, so when I was twelve, let's see how what grade was this this was i don't do i don't do timelines very well i think that was the time where i wanted to be a fashion designer um so i i used to have my mom drop me off at um barnes and noble and i would just read magazines for like five hours in the evening you know and and or or comics or something you know so that was my that was my time out of the house um yeah
1: so have you always wanted so that's a very creative thing um I what you do now I feel like is also very creative has that kind of always been your path the the creative side of things
2: no I'm terrible at creative things um I'm 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 not good at, at, at visually being creative, but I am I'm good at um like ideation and um creating creating processes and things and, and writing, but I am terrible visually. Um, which is why I sort of I get inspiration and then I sort of show other people and I'm like, okay, how do you how do you how do I do this? <laughs> um but yeah so i've I've always worked in um in in tech so you know um but i'm also not good at math so i just i just learn technology and then know how to use it
1: okay so that's ridiculous given your pinterest to say that you're not creative because like you clearly have a very distinct creative like aesthetic that you can articulate (laughs) and put together so going to have to disagree to disagree on that
2: one yeah Yeah, I mean if if I actually studied these programs like um these, these like photoshop or whatever I could probably make something decent but I don't know I I can't I can only split myself so much mentally
3: I love it uh Riley I think fashion designer is an easy one to um understand but what do your friends and family think that you do now
2: um, okay. So first of all, I, um, I'm going to be sad here and that I don't really speak to my family. So that's, you know, that's one thing. I, I don't know what they think I do. I don't really care, but, um, <laughs> uh, my, my friends, sort no, they know what I do. Um, like my, my IRL friends. And then most of my internet friends are, are here or, um, in Facebook land, which is not where I am.
1: So, like, how do you explain it to your in real life friends who aren't in Web oh, three?
2: What, um, what you're building? Yeah, well, I tell them that I'm a community builder, and so I um, plan events and and gatherings and and bring people together for for common purposes. Uh, that's really the the gist of it. Um, and then when I throw in the NFT part or the crypto part, they sort of check out and tell me that it's a scam and that I'm going to go to jail or whatever, you know? So I, so I typically leave that part out.
1: Yeah, that's the part of the question we were getting at because I think all of us have similar experiences. My mom told me, um, Amanda, you need to sell all of your board Ape Yacht Clubs right now. They're going to jail for the SEC. And I was like, don't worry I don't have any board ape Yacht clubs because those are like a hundred thousand dollars and she's like this is why it's all a scam so yes that's a very similar uh, experience that I've had
0: yep my brother was the exact same way we got into it a- thankfully he's he's kind of into technology so I I said a couple of phrases that made him kind of like who hmm. Uh, so we'll we'll see I'm gonna work on him at Christmas too um Riley I just want to say it's yes that was really sad I am very sad that you don't talk to your family that is awful but I am so proud of you for getting them out of your life and I hope that I'm not overstepping and saying this but I'm so like there are so many people who get so caught up and I'm actually wondering if maybe this um <coughs> sorry excuse me Maybe this, um, removal of them from your life is another way that you kind of learned how to be unafraid, um, and, and put yourself out there. And like, if somebody doesn't like it, screw them because I already did that to some of the people that are closest to me. So, you know, screw these
2: people. Do you think that that rings true a little bit? Um, for a lot of people, yes. Um, For me, I I wasn't really close with my family for most of my life, actually, Um, so I I didn't really feel the the connection with them that some people do, Um, and I think that that's okay as well. I sort of have kept to myself for a you know, most of my childhood and, and, and things because my family didn't really understand my personality or, you know, the, the things that I was interested in. So And, and that's been completely fine with me. Um, and, and I've just sort of found family elsewhere. And that's I, I think that that makes it a lot easier for me to, to uh, find places where I do belong
0: that is an amazing answer. And that makes me so happy. And I think that the world is blessed to have you and to have you creating these families. Um, I'm sure that there are a lot of people within the families that you create, that have similar stories, or like you said, maybe weren't able to disconnect quite as easily. So now you you give them what what they need. Um Okay, stepping away from the sad. <laughs> if there was one thing that you could change about web3 what would that be
2: hmm. i would say that um underrepresented people should get more funding i think that's that's what i would say uh, that would that's you know i think that women and um marginalized groups do not get the kind of attention that they deserve. And so I hope that, you know, during the next couple years that we see that changing a little bit. Yeah, I
1: think we all hope for that. Go like, Chris- oh,
3: ahead, I was just going to say, um, I heard someone else say this. I don't remember who, but um, the, I've always heard people say like, when you don't invest in those, most- in those people there's like always money there's more money left on the table that and and that really rung like so far for me because you know like there's so much it's not about making the money it's so it's about supporting the people but whenever you do support those people the money that's made goes so much further in terms of just like helping people And, you know, those people helping people and the snowball effect is just grand. So thank you for sharing that answer.
1: So piggybacking off that, where do you see the world of Web3 in five years and in 10 years?
2: Well, that's really hard because like a month is the equivalent of like typically Uh, a a five-year cycle, so um, I think that we are going to see, um, you know, more tools built for DAOs and networked communities that are really beautiful. I think that we are going to see a lot more um, advancements in, in DeFi that, that will sort of so- solve problems for the world as a whole. Um, and, and I think that we were, we're hopefully going to see more um, social good initiatives that actually make a difference.
1: Anybody wanna go? Krishna?
0: Um, I hope she's not rugging, cause she's not muted. You okay, Krishna? Uh oh, we might've lost
1: her. I can ask the last oh, one. No. Makes sense. The one that took notes on it. So Riley, what do you hope that people take away from this interview about who you are and feel free to list three things like you did in the beginning.
2: Oh, oh! I see what you're doing. Um, I think that. Hmm. I think that I would like people to take away this this need for authenticity in Web three, and the way that I try my best to present myself to people in 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 a in a way a very vulnerable way and i i appreciate that about myself i i i recognize it um and i would also like people to take better care of those around them in the space because you never know when that might be their last day or when it might be um you know, really needed for them. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. That's such a beautiful thing to end on. Unfortunately, I have one more question that is not as beautiful. Um, as a fellow anime lover, what's your fa- favorite anime?
2: <laughs> um. So I have recently been really into, like I said, these anime from the mid to late 80s so um, things like um, Dirty Pear and um, Bubblegum Crisis and um, Demon City Shinjuku and you know these sort of grainy noisy horror animes that teach you something Um, anime like Ergo Proxy anime like um, Evangelion, things that really make you stop in your tracks and think about like life, honestly, and and how beautiful the colors are, how how it, the music makes me feel personally, um, and you know this this need to sort of challenge and explore technology around us. That's that's what I love.
0: Okay. I love that because you gonna... managed to make that beautiful. And so we're still ending on a good note. Go ahead, Amanda.
1: I was going to say, you're going to have to do a thread on that. And I started trying to write them down and then got completely lost with the spellings about halfway in. There was no way I could decipher that. Um, so we're, we're at the hour. Do you have like an extra 10 minutes, Riley?
2: Yeah, sure. Let's keep going.
1: Amazing. Okay. Cause I know we had probably some questions. So, uh, Lindsay, do you want to bring, I think, Mo. Did you have a question?
0: I just sent you an invite to speak, Mo. Um, if you don't want to ask a question, that's totally fine. If you're uh, hanging out, it's totally fine. But I would love to hear it. Um, and also, Bubblegum Proxy, yes. Love it. Go ahead, Krishna.
3: Sorry, guys. I had to get on my computer because my phone died earlier. So I apologize. Um, I Unfortunately, I have to hop to another call. Right now, so I can't stay for another ten minutes. But Riley, um, I want you to know that when I got into Web three, you're one of the first people that I followed, and um, I've just been following you for a really long time. And your content has really been um, inspirational to me. And um, yeah, I hope that you keep doing what you're doing, and you, I like wish you all the success in the world because. Yeah, it's, um, it's really helped me um, come a long way. And Amanda and Lindsay, I didn't know Riley, and it was only possible for me to get to talk to her because of you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much.
2: Okay, well, thank you, Krishna. You are very sweet. I did not expect that.
0: She is. She's a little she sweetheart. <laughs> Mo, what hey. do you have, mum?
4: Hey, what's going on? Um, I love these small spaces groups where you can meet individuals who are learning and sharing web3 without those big numbers of overinflated opinions where you can hear the grassroots of people learning together. So this is this is why I'm here. I see a small group of individuals who are sharing their knowledge and their experiences and I encourage that. you know I think this is so important for adoption that we all Put all those stereotypes aside and understand that we're now in an era that is so inclusive and it's and it's open and everybody has a place here. It's scary the adoption curve for understanding where our place is. That that can be a bit scary. But Riley, I just wanted to know as this space changes so quickly, how do you feel about changing your opinions on one thing that you might thought it was you know, a direction or, um, something you believed in, um, as these projects, their founders can often come out with things that might not align with, with your beliefs. Is there a place in web three for some really strong opinions? I mean, this is a big question. I'm S I'm sorry to throw that at you, but web three to me needs to, in some degree, step away from where your political alignment is and just not segregate their own communities. What do you think?
2: Well, I think that there are things that, you know, opinions that I had before I started learning about Web3 that have definitely changed. Right. Um, I, I started learning about Bitcoin and things. And I said, OK, well, I'm, I'm a decentralization maxi. I'm never going to care about anything else. And now it's sort of, you know, as my journey has gone along. I'm more open to regulation and the good that it can do than I was a year ago, right. Or a year and a half ago. And so I I think that there's definitely room to grow and, and change our opinions. And I, and I certainly do have opinions about uh, projects that I've worked on in the past or, or projects that I'm surrounded by and the the decisions that they have made or will make in the future. But I don't think that I and necessarily in a place to sort of challenge them in in certain ways because they know their business a lot more than I do. They know their vision a lot more than I do. And so, and so when someone challenges the a decision that I make, I, I want to be able to receive
4: that and learn from it. That's a really that's a really good answer. I mean, I've been in. the crypto space for probably about six years now and when nfts first came out uh, i'm a researcher so i kind of did the deep dives into it and i could see the possibilities far beyond artwork and everything else that was being you know squashed and the team of researchers that i worked with i decided to uh, diversify from i said you continue down the finance route you keep doing what you're doing i'm going to look at entertainment because there's a massive potential and upside to entertainment and no one's looking into it that needs to cover it. So I'm going to go over there and I'm going to figure out the gaming, the music, the film and everything else that's going on. But it opened me up to this whole new world where tribalism was left behind, where people didn't try and squash who was building something because it wasn't your team. And I've really enjoyed that. And since doing this, um, I have made so many friends this year in Web3 who are of a very different mindset than those who are from that crypto background that I originally associated with. And this is beautiful. This is really, really good. How long were you in the space for before NFTs came out? And and were you?
2: Um, I wasn't really in the space before NFTs. Um, I was sort of drawn into Web3 through um, decentralized social media um and and how that sort of affected how i view the internet and then i sort of do- dove into nfts and, and
4: art cool i was in a space the other day there must have been about two thousand people in there and the conversation was what was the difference between web 2 and web 3 and no one knew what it was um do you i'm, I'm just curious because there's only like five people here do do you know the difference between Web two and Web three, and what defines it?
2: Yes. Well, the way that I define it is, you know, Web two is this, uh, you know, way to read and write information on the internet through through social media and uh, things like Amazon and and different distributed networks that are centralized. And while Web three is this centralized place of ownership where you can also read, write, and own the material that you interact
4: with. Hold on, hold on, I've got a two-year-old knocking on my door. Just good night, good night, buddy. Have a good nap. Sorry about that. But, you know, this is Web3. You know, you're going to say good night to your two-year-old at uh, midday. Um, yes, absolutely. Like, decentralization is a, is a massive part. Um I felt one of the issues this group the other day were talking about were missing was the transaction of value we've never had before, where Web2 was very much about information, as you said, like Amazon, Google, like we could write emails, we could find anything we wanted to know on internet and Web2, but Web3 suddenly brought value into the mix where we could now transact value and the value is in the NFTs or whatever we're creating or cross-border payments. And as we take um, value away from these big centralized entities and give it to people, you know, I'm going to send you money, you send me money, and uh, the bank doesn't get any part of it. But I really feel that Web3 is about the transaction of value and how we utilize being able to move value in Web3 is uh, like that underlying feature that Web2 never really had.
0: That was okay. Mo, thank you for all of those questions. That was awesome. And Riley, that last answer, especially was like, so smart. I'm sitting there like, wow, she like legit got the dictionary definition over here. I can't even give the dictionary definition of words I use every single day. (laughs) Um, And the other thing that I absolutely love that you brought up Mo, was the the like you said the lack of tribalism and and that's actually something that you know i i super struggled with because i was focused on coprod only and then i met amanda and we started to work together to bring each other up and then we did this secret santa uh with riley really it was mostly amanda and riley who were doing it like my goodness but um the idea has been that we just continually help each other, even though it's not our community. And we've even got more plans in the future to do that for 2023. And so that so speaks to everybody in this room of like, y'all, we shouldn't be competing. We should be bringing everybody up together because there is enough for everyone. I just think that's really great. And thank you so much for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, Amanda, Mo, do you guys have any other questions for Riley?
1: No, just Riley, thank you so much for for doing this. And I think that Lindsay nailed it on the head. And I think that that's what's so special about what you're building it together. I just have seen like firsthand behind the scenes, you know, you're making the pie bigger and making it a value to learn with each other and trying new tools. And it's just incredible. I'm so excited for what you're building. Um, I just want to give you like the last word because you didn't um, sort of mention next steps or, or I, I, I did say we would press a little bit for Alpha. So it's what's, what's, what's coming next? What can we look forward to?
2: Oh, well, um... You you know your your sort of explanation of together is really beautiful and I appreciate that a lot. Um, you know, I I really love this idea of collaboration between a group of professionals uh, who who work in the community industry and what we are capable of doing together um, with this partnership with X Collective and and how we can both grow not just this community but you know the communities that we are surrounded by this this idea of collaboration with others and learning from people in our circles and then reaching out beyond that to bring people in to um, educate them about how we do community in web3 and then allowing those people to go out and prosper as as community professionals and and you know what we can do to mentor people in the space is really uh, honestly beautiful and very touching and um, i'm just really looking forward to the mint in a couple of weeks and Obviously, looking forward to, you know, having the ability to um, build community with these intelligent, beautiful people that I've been able to meet along the way.
1: Heck yeah. I'm excited about that, too.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, and I'm sorry, as as community builders, we're we're just like, give us the alpha, Riley, <laughs> give it to us.
2: So, um, you know, it's it's really, um, when I was thinking about creating this community, right, I watched countless hours of videos on mall culture and 80s commercials and learning about the this time in media and this this time in technology that i didn't fully get to experience myself um, but that i i received so much inspiration from and by and this this idea that people so so when i when i started thinking about this and and it's it's really exciting because the 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 joy that i felt when i was sort of planning this this idea this vibe is like okay so you're going to the mall with your friends who are also professionals and my idea is this this you know you you're going there for a reason with your friends to hang out and you're probably not shopping because you don't have any money but you're experiencing all these different stores in this mall right and you're meeting girls, you're meeting other people. So it's so it's a big networking time, right? And then there's all these different stores, right? And so I think of those stores as the communities that we surround ourselves with. And so when I'm thinking about this this sort of imaginary mall, this imaginary sort of metaverse that I'm that I'm imagining in my head, I'm thinking about, you know, having having a store set up for for different communities around us where they can sell their goods, where they can you know ha- have the, a landing page for people to to peruse or you know stickers that they sell or whatever you know And so that that was this vibe that I'm that I'm going for where people can share themselves with other communities and receive things from them and and really create this open network of communities who work together and who learn and earn together, and share resources and share creative ideas with each other and how these community professionals who are part of this community can then take that learning into their the communities that they manage and challenge one another to innovate and push the space forward as a whole right i think that's really beautiful i hope all that made sense
1: it's it made sense, and it's so ripe for an infograph. I can't even stand it right now. That's like the most amazing explanation ever. I love it. You should be telling that to anyone and everyone because it it makes so much sense. I love it.
0: Yeah, I fully agree. The mall, uh, oh my goodness, uh, the mall imagery is just like flat out like oh oh like I fully understand what together is now because that image, like we've all been there. I, I, I totally understand what you're saying and that is that is super cool. Um, I do wanna be respectful of time. We're over 20 minutes at this point. Mo, did you have any last questions before we wrap up?
4: I suppose I wouldn't mind knowing just about interoperability because with any, um, any project that's being built, it really is how do you interoperate with the other projects around you? Where is that the utility? and that utility encourages growth um, and delivers back to that community because i'm all about community because community is what is driving web3 we're taking out centralized organizations and we're replacing them with wonderful people who are invested in wonderful people um so who would you be looking to and operate with and find utility for what you're creating in the future is that too big a question
2: no it's not actually because i've been thinking about this as i've been building out this project and so that's one of the main reasons why uh, i have chosen to work with these uh, projects like wonderverse and unlock protocol where they are building these central foundations of interoperability and are so perfect for community professionals to use and utilize and and learn from because what Unlock does is allow you to create these interoperable NFTs that, that are subscription-level NFTs that allow you to open doors anywhere and everywhere. Um, Wonderverse allows you to collaborate with other communities within the platform. It allows you to collaborate with people within your community in, in a pod setup where you can reward members. And, and I think that those are beautiful pieces of these Web3 technologies that we can incorporate into our communities in really meaningful and intentional
4: ways. Good answer. We've got to keep the metaverse open. So um, the more we work together and interoperate with each other, uh, the, the faster we will succeed. So appreciate your time. Thank you.
0: Yes, Ryan. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being being willing to go over. I love all these answers that Mo has gotten out of you. Mo, thank you for for joining us and asking these questions. Thank you, everybody who's been hanging out with us. AMA or uh, see Anne Marie, you were here like first and you stayed through the whole thing. Thank you guys so much. Um, our last episode of the season will be next week, and season two. Uh, not Another Blank in Web 3 actually begins on January 19th so super excited we will tell you guys all about these uh, the the next set of guests that we have um, Riley has been one of our favorite guests and next season has a lot of Riley level uh, guests I'm not gonna lie so thank you so 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 much for being willing to come on with us we so
2: appreciate you. Thank you very much for having me. I look forward to listening to future episodes.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much, Riley. And uh, I guess with that, we will close out. Thank you for everyone for coming. And we're on Spotify now. Thanks to Lindsay and Apple Podcasts and all of these other podcast places. So if you want to listen back to the episode, you are welcome to. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you, Riley, for being you and for being open and sharing and I think that's think that's it. Bye everyone.
0: Absolutely thank you so much. I'll talk to everybody later. Bye.